Hello and welcome to Straight Talk, Supply Chain Insights, the podcast for your supply chain leader who is on the go and wants to be in the know. And now, your host, Laura Sassiri. Welcome to Straight Talk with Supply Chain Insights. My name is Laura Sassiri, and this podcast is designed to be straight talk. I laugh and say it's straight from the heart for the supply chain leader who's on the go but wants to be in the know. My name is Laura Cesari. I'm the founder of Supply Chain Insights, and we're focused on bringing you insights from research, critical thinking about technology, and also insights from working with business leaders who are trying to drive supply chain performance. In this podcast, I want to talk about a blog post that I'm actually working on right now that'll go up this week, and it's really focused on why supply chain planners can't be effective. In the 1990s, we created a category of technology called supply chain planning, and it is a decision support technology that's designed to optimize based upon data outcomes in the supply chain. And this stimulated the category of supply chain planning that had a great lift in 1990s, was overhyped, and then has been really trying to find its way over the course of the last two decades. In my work with clients, I find that many times companies have focused on implementing the technologies, in other words, turning it on but not really getting the business results that they hoped and not really knowing how to drive better outcomes. So in prior blog posts, I've talked about, you know, focusing on testing engines, looking at backcasting for forecast, looking at forecast value add to say, is this demand engine giving me a better forecast than the naive forecast? Looking at inventory mix, and I've shared some simple calculations of how we can actually look at coefficient of variation, which is a determination of variability and forecastability, to look at theoretical mix of inventory to be able to compare the output of the tools to, you know, some pretty simple math. In essence, what happens is when I go into clients and I test the output of technologies that are implemented, I don't find that we're making much progress. In fact, I find that we've treated it like a technology project, implemented it without really looking at, is the technology giving me a better output? So assuming that you're able to overcome that hurdle, which is not a small hurdle for most companies, I want to take you to the next level around how to make supply chain planners more effective. Let's think about the role of the supply chain planner. The average tenure of the supply chain planner is two years in the job. They're typically fairly young, bright, data-capable employees. They may lack influence management skills. They may lack deep understanding of the organization, but they typically work in earnest, work hard, and the job is tough. So why can they not be more effective with these tools? Well, based on the research, I think there are three issues for us to tackle. One is the design of the supply chain planner's job is tough because it is very much about an influence skill job. And what they control is the data 
But what they have to do is they have to sell the organization on using the data. And the difficulty is that organizations have become more political. This happens because they're more global. We haven't been really good at defining regional global governance. And mergers and acquisitions have brought people together that may not have aligned views on supply chain excellence. And there's not a clear definition of what is excellence. And really, optimization is trying to give us an optimized outcome. So in these organizations, the well-intending planner works very hard. They deal with exceptions. It's not easy. They go to meetings. They do a lot of calculations. But they don't have the influence in the organization to necessarily sell them data-driven concepts. And many of the planners are deep on analytic skills, IQ, low on influence skills, EQ, and they lack the ability to influence the organization and the leadership to help them to kind of step up their game to drive a different conversation in an organization that may not want to have a data-driven conversation. The second issue is that in the research, the third largest barrier to supply chain excellence is the executive understanding of supply chain. Most executives grew up in functional organizations. Their views are very tied to their history. They don't understand that supply chain is a complex nonlinear system, which requires trade-offs and a focus on balance sheet results with really tying the functions to reliability. They may be from a manufacturing background, very incented by return on assets or OEE, not necessarily understanding that better metrics are schedule adherence and first pass yield, or they may be from procurement looking at purchase price variance, not understanding risk and resilience with, you know, what they do in sourcing or the need to build supplier development programs or the need to build synchronization and networks. And so the understanding of the executive team is a large issue. And then the lack of alignment between operations, which is often where supply chain sits, with the commercial teams is usually a huge barrier. The supply chain is not fit for function, for growth strategies. The marketing and sales teams are trying to grow often in ways that the supply chain is not aligned to meet. The supply chain is incented for cost. Sales and marketing are trying to grow growth. And what the leadership needs to do is say time out. The supply chain is a complex nonlinear system that starts from the customer's customer, supplier's supplier, needs to be designed for growth strategies, and the leadership needs to give an environment for planners to be able to show their expertise about what the design will look like, what inventory strategy should be, what the right mix of inventory is, how to design push-pull decoupling points, where to hold inventory, what sourcing strategy should look like, and to model and what-if analysis and simulation so that executives can learn about the supply chain trade-offs and the fact that it's much more than transactional thinking. So the first goal and issue is the design of the job. The second is the readiness of the organization to use the data and the lack of understanding at a leadership team about supply chain planning. 
The third issue is that organizations have grown more complex and the technologies that we deployed in the 1990s and the last decade are often not equal to the challenge of a more complex supply chain with a long tail and greater demand variability. And so as we test supply chain planning and we find out that many of the technologies that we spent millions of dollars on in the last decade are legacy, it starts a whole political storm that is really difficult. And so my advice is to become very data-driven, focused on the data, test and learn, be like Ronald Reagan, test and verify, evolve the systems, use the data, and really step up to embrace supply chain excellence. Today, how we've defined supply chain planning, that these bright people are in jobs without influence, and we may not have given them the right tools, and we may not have designed the organization to use the data, are elements we need to own. Because I believe that if we're going to drive performance and improvement levels greater than competitors and be resilient in uncertain economic times, We've got to be a learning organization, which means we've got to be data-driven. Modeling is essential. Having bright people who can do the modeling with structured and unstructured data and drive better outcomes is really essential to no surprises and success. Those are my thoughts today. Today, planners can't be successful. It's my hope that business leaders around the world can change that. I look forward to the dialogue. If you have any questions, drop me a line. Until next time, Laura Ciceri, Straight Talk with Supply Chain Insights, the podcast designed for the supply chain leader who's on the go and wants to be in the know. Thank you. Mm-hmm.